Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Here are four things that I believe you will regret if you don't start doing them now. You will regret them by the time you're in your 40s. And I say in your 40s because I'm still in my 40s. I'm 49, swimming very slowly toward 50. This is why I don't live in Korea because in Korea, they count the time you're in your mom's stomach, which is actually fair. I don't know why they don't do it here in America, but I'm, I'm grateful that they don't because in Korea, I would be 50. In America, I am younger. Anyway, I'm 49 and... As I think about my life, um, these are just four things that I wish I would have done sooner, you know? The first one is to actually be there. And what I mean by that is in my 20s and I would say half of my 30s, I was never present. And I know the word present is thrown around a lot. Um, I, I don't think you can always 100% of the time be present. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you're like that dude that was in the park who was depressed or suicidal and then he found enlightenment. I forgot his name. Wrote books. He's on uh, Oprah. Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Um, and I'm a fan of his book, The New Earth. But... Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I don't. I'm a. I'm just a little suspicious of his story. I. I don't know it fully, but I know that he was in a bad place and he found enlightenment in a park and just like overnight, you know, he was a different person. Um, but I don't know. Anything's possible. Um, I gotta stop saying um. Fuck. I'm gonna try to not say that word anymore in this entire podcast. Okay. But to be present. Uh, to not live in time machines. Spent most of my life either obsessed about the future, wishing I could go into the past and change things, and uh, especially in relationships, I wasn't present. And if I was, you know, there were for, for moments, right? It wasn't like consistent presency. <laughs> Is that a word, presency? I wasn't in the here and now. I wasn't there. And... uh your 20s goes by fast and, you know, just like high school did. And looking back, I think it's one of the biggest things that we will regret is that, that, that we weren't there. We weren't, we weren't there for the moments, you know, we weren't there because we were thinking about what else that we could uh, do or get done or build. We were always on our phones, you know, so being there. Especially, especially if you have a child, and uh, this is also you know a struggle and a, and a, and a reminder to myself. Even now, at forty nine, I, I forget to put my phone away. I forget to give my daughter my undivided attention. I find myself sometimes, you know, just kind of nodding my head, but my attention is elsewhere. And so, just to be there, you know, and and they notice, of course, right? Um, everyone notices. The second one is to give yourself new experiences. And I don't mean like 
big life-changing experiences, although of course those count. But I'm talking about the the mundane. I'm talking about um, the the day-to-day because I think that adds up and that can change your life much more than, you know, the one life-changing semester at sea, right? Or not. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people disagree, but I think it's the um, the little things that we do daily that adds up and creates change more so than um, the one big thing. And And the one big thing, most people don't have that opportunity. Most people can't just, you know, go travel the world or spend their, you know, days jumping out of planes and going on adventures and all that. So it's it's going to be in the day-to-day. So what does that look like to give yourself a new experience? Well, it could be something as simple as um, in this workout today, I'm going to give myself a new experience. And maybe that's I'm going to push myself harder or maybe it's I'm not going to, but I'm going to drop into my body and go at my own pace. Um, maybe eating this meal, I'm going to go into it a different way. Maybe I will be more mindful. You know, if you're like me and you just shovel, inhale food. Maybe in this conversation. Maybe with this uh, coffee with a friend. I'm going to go into a different. I want to give myself a new experience. So again, the new experience doesn't have to be some some huge life-changing event. It could be a subtle change in mindset. It could be going into it through a new door um, with new lenses, you know. Maybe a new experience is I'm going to actually engage with someone that I don't like and see what that feels like for me, you know. Maybe a new experience is I'm not going to send my mom to voicemail. <laughs> I'm going to answer answer her call and see if I could just have um, – just be there for her, have a conversation. My mom nags a lot, and so I uh, many times just uh, send her a voicemail because I know what she's going to say. Sell your motorcycle. Wear, wear, wear your seatbelt. It, it's, so, it's interesting that she still treats me like I'm um, 9 or, or you know 15, and I wonder as a parent if – that's how I'm going to be with uh, my daughter. Definitely, we'll, we'll try not to. The third one is, and by the way, uh, feeding, new experience, feeding new experiences as a daily thing, it, it, it's going to be what creates magic. Because usually, we wake up and we just kind of go through the day via default, right? We, we have the the shit we got to do, we have the emails we have to answer, you know, we have uh, gym class at a certain time, and, or yoga or Pilates or whatever. And we have all these meetings, we have all these zooms. Um, and we just kind of go through the day. Not everyone, but 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 most people um, without looking forward to anything. And it's just another day and you got to get shit done. And And so to kind of switch it up, to break that pattern, what's the new experience you can give yourself? Why does that new experience matter? How is that going to recondition you, you know, or give you new beliefs? Because I think that's the gold. If you can give yourself a new experience and that new experience starts to give, give you new beliefs, then that's a life changer because we pull from our beliefs, you know.
let's say let's say you're gonna go on a date let's say you're single and uh you've just been having a lot of shitty dates and you're getting discouraged well maybe one new experience you can give yourself is on the date leave your checklist at home or maybe on the date or go on a date with someone who isn't your type right um maybe the new experience is to not date maybe that's new for you maybe the the new experience is to go on a date by yourself you know i did i did a lot of that uh i was single for i think like a four year stretch after my divorce and spent a lot of time alone not by choice no one wanted to be with me i get it <laughs> um and i spent a lot of time by myself on my motorcycle hugging canyons uh sitting alone at diners listening to a lot of self-help stuff uh journaling uh, my journal was tumblr so just doing it digitally and uh yeah just spent a lot of alone time you know just being pensive and reflecting um so maybe that's the new experience for you all right number three is you gotta feed your curiosity i think curiosity is one of our superpowers and I think we allow our curiosity to die. And I think like a muscle, it needs to be exercised. And the way you do that is you feed it. Whatever you're curious about. Most people don't feed their curiosity because they put a lot of weight on results. And so it's like that curiosity is contingent on the scoreboard or the performance or the, you know, like, like what do I get from investing in this curiosity? And that sets you up for not doing anything. So just feed your curiosity knowing that it's it's one of the reasons why we're here. We're curious, evolving creatures. And feeding your, feeding your curiosity is going to lead to, I mean, who knows? Feeding your curiosity may, need to, may lead to a brand new career, may lead to a new relationship. Feeding your curiosity may lead to a better relationship with yourself new friends, new opportunities. I mean, you just don't know, you know. And so to actually feed actively with intention what you're curious about, I think that's where life is. And I think, uh, you know, when we're kids, that's all we do. I mean, when, when we're young, we get curious and we line it with action and we follow that curiosity. And And, and it's like, fearlessly right i mean that's why we eat ants because we're curious or we're um you know anything that we want to explore uh it comes from a, a, a childlike wonder which is so powerful and then as life happens and we grow up and have to be responsible and take care of our siblings and pay taxes or whatever curiosity becomes a luxury it becomes a um when i have time for it <laughs> kind of thing right it goes from um shotgun to the back seat and then it just kind of wilts and so get curious because you can't be curious and judgmental at the same time and curiosity is a high frequency judgment is a lower frequency um so whether you are kissing someone or having a new type of food um or or whatever you're doing exploring a new career just just get curious about yourself and what you like, what you don't like, how how things make you feel, and don't just uh, 
think about it, actually um, feed it. I was very curious about uh, motorcycles, and I was curious because I was I've always wanted one, and I and I uh, everyone I always kind of know, you know, uh, as a kid, parents know they're dangerous. I got married, no, they're dangerous, and I get it. Yeah, yeah, I know they're dangerous. Uh, but I've always wanted one, and I've always been curious about one, what it would feel like um, to ride one, you know, up PCH, Pacific Coast Highway here in California, or the Malibu Canyons, or, you know, I just always imagined, um, because I did have a scooter when I was like 10, and I really felt, it was like the closest thing to flying. This little 10-year-old uh, Korean kid with a boy haircut riding a Honda Spree, a little 50s. It, it's equivalent to like a little lawnmower scooter, scooter um, in flip flops up and down the block for hours. And uh, yeah, it was the closest thing to, to, to flying, and I felt so free and alive. And so I was curious as an adult if that, if I could tap into that feeling. And, and that's why. Um, that's why I, I I bought one after my divorce, and I've had six now. And, yeah, I ride it almost every day. It still gives me that feeling. It still connects me to that 10-year-old, the spirit of that kid. And that's why I say, I'm sure if you listen to my podcast, you've heard it many times, that growth is more about a reunion than anything else sometimes. Okay, number four. Number four is... Be kind. Number four is be kind, and and it's we we just forget to. I I, I I'm guilty of this. Uh, buddy and I, my friend Buddy Wakefield, world champion spoken word poet, super talented guy. Uh, we have a, a, a another podcast. Uh, it's called Two Non Blondes, and we were talking about this the other day, and he was um, confessing how he's an asshole to. Um, the people who write <laughs> parking tickets, and I and everyone is right, and I felt so bad. Um, I, I felt so bad for them because no one's ever nice to them. They're always getting assaulted, and they're just doing their job right. And I think I'm not sure, but I think writing parking parking tickets is kind of um, some a paying your dues to becoming an officer. I'm not sure, but I just know it's a shitty job and. Someone's got to do it, and they get harassed and attacked and all of that, you know, at the least, you know, verbally, right? And to wake up every day knowing that's going to come, I, I don't think they enjoy it. Um, and, and Buddy was saying that, you know, he, he, he felt bad because he, I think he told one person who was writing him a ticket that you make no one happy in this world or something. I don't know. It was very hurtful. But but to be kind, especially to people of uh, in service like that, busboy servers. One of the one of the ways that you know someone's character is, um, especially if you're like on a date, they're super kind to you. Um, but if they're an asshole to like you know, the bartender or anyone who's in service, to me that's their their true colors. Being kind to yourself, we forget it's hard to being kind to. Um, our partners, if you're in a relationship, uh, it's very easy for relationships to be comfortable and suddenly we're treating our partners like, just like like siblings who fight, you know, teenagers, right? Um, 
I have to remind myself to be kind to my mom. I always, I don't know, we're always yelling at each other. I don't know if it's because we're Korean and we're loud, but it just, it, you know, growing up always, it lays the tracks. And so it's really hard to, to lay new tracks. And I have to be patient with her because she nags so much. Um, and so, yeah, when, when, she, when she's coming over, I got to remind myself, okay, be patient, be kind. Uh, but the world needs this. I think uh, the world right now is very on edge and reactive. So you're never going to regret being kind. You know, you, no one ever looks back at their life and like, fuck, I was too kind to that person. Why? Why Why didn't I just be in a more of an asshole? <laughs> I mean, if so, it's very few, right? <laughs> um, and hopefully that's not the case. We look back and we regret how, how shitty we were, um, how mean we were. And we don't want to be that kind of person. So uh, be kind to others as well as yourself. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.